the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, 602-508-0960. We have three people on the line, two people on the line. So if you want to get in line, 602-508-0960. If you want to argue with us, that's fine. Nate and I are used to that. If you want to talk about a car problem you've got and want some guesstimating on, we can do that as well. Um, And Nate's really good with diesels. I'm really good with gas. And both of us are really good at uh, BSing our way through life. (laughs) I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. You don't have to raise your hand. I will, I'll do that for me. Everybody knows that. We're going to go to Mo because Mo waited through the break. Mo, I understand you had a phone problem. It's no problem, but tell me, what kind of problem can I help you with? Well, can you hear me this time, Mark? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I can. Okay, great. Okay. Well, I just want your opinion. Um, I'm a Dodge Ram guy like you are, I guess. Anyway, um, two questions for you about the Dodge Ram. The Gen 2 Dodge Ram, that body style they made from, I think, what, 94 to 01, mm-hmm. um, the, the uh, 5.9 gas, uh, like your, if you could give me the goods and bads of it. And my other question is what you think of the TRX, the Dodge Ram TRX, the new one that's out. Okay, as far as the 5.9 concern, you sound like a guy that you're used to the 283, 327, 350 short small block Chevy motors and the 305 or the uh, the what's this 302 Ford? 302 Ford, yeah. 351. Yeah. yeah. So so the 5.9 re- reminds me of that. A very dur- it may not came out of the uh, of the of the of the uh, gate real good, but it's been refined to something that we can build lots of power if we want to make modifications. It's good durable motor. And I see nothing wrong with the 5.9 as far as the diesel. It's not going to be anything you're going to hook up a three-axle horse trailer to and have the performance that you would want. But it is a good motor. Go ahead. He's talking to gas, right? Yeah, 5.9 gas. Okay. Yeah, gas. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I I can't comment. I, I Overall, that year of truck, ninety, I think it's 96 to 02. Great year no, for Dodge. No. no, it's 94 to 01. That's when they made that Gen 2 body style. Okay, okay, 94 to 01, but great, great genre for the Dodges for sure. That's a very popular truck. We see plenty of those in the shop with the diesels in them that are still going strong. Um, the interiors on those, I will say, f- seem to be falling apart more so than the engine bays. Uh, so whatever's happening with the 5.9 engine bay gas, I, I, I wouldn't be the one to talk to about, but... You know. The five nine is not even on my radar screen as a problem engine. No, it's it's not mine it's, either. It's it. I was trying to to say it's kind of like the small block Chevy, the small block Ford, those kinds of things. They're just durable motors that last a long time. Right. And every one that we work on has been overheated, or run low on oil, or abused. Those it. That's it. And they're we, still going. And they're still going. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Mark. I, I don't, my, well, my, I've got 
I've got the 01 5.9, and I love it. I've had no problems with it. I love it. And my, my next question is, what do you think of that newer, that uh, Dodge Ram TRX? I know it's That's expensive nice as hell. It's like, you know, $87,000, but do you guys know anything about it? And if so, what's your opinion? They're fun to drive. Uh, very nice truck. Dodge has come a long way. It's it's a dressed up put every option we it can is. put on it. It's the Cadillac Escalades of diesels. It's not my kind of truck. I mean, I, I, me, my Dodge truck, my 2012 Dodge truck. I bought it because it doesn't have diesel exhaust fluid in it, and I and I and I I, I abuse it uh, as it, it, not purposely, but I do drive sure, it hard sure. and I haul lots of horses and lots of lumber and all that other kind of stuff. But the five nine is to me like a small block Chevy, small block Ford. It's it's a good motor. The only time we ever see that motor is when they abuse it and they overheat it. They run it low on oil, or they decide to advance the timing to get more powder out of it and blow the heads off of it. And that's it. Yeah. So I don't. But but as far as the seventy thousand, let me let me tell you something. I know a lady that just bought a Jeep, and it's 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 one of those new uh, Gladiator uh, Rubicons. My first house in 1974 cost me $33,000. This Jeep cost her 70000 bucks. So that <laughs> bugs me. That bugs me. The, those big $180,000 to $100,000 trucks, I don't know that I'm ever going to buy one because it's just not that damn important to me to have something that vibrates my butt when it's tired. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I just don't. But there is a market for those because all, all the guys that can't afford them that want something that's very special would get that. But it's not going to outrun my truck. <laughs> they, they come with plenty of amenities on the new ones, and those are nice to have. So. And, and, and amenities just, is a good way. Yeah. I could never afford one, but I would just like to have the pleasure of driving one of those TRXs. You know, I, I've just I've seen them off-road and um, – you know, I just think it'd be a thrill just to drive one, you know? Well, it, 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 <laughs> I, I agree with you that we, we own a twin-turbo Corvette, and, and everybody says the same thing. I, I, it'd be a thrill to drive it. The car's a 170-mile-an-hour car or something like that. It did a, it did a yeah. you know, seven-second quarter mile, 7.9 quarter mile in a 2-3 shift. But it's, it's, it's a nice car, but it's not anything that you, want, you can turn it over to your son. It's not anything that you're going to go you know, haul anything in. It's a special kind of deal. But, but anyway, good luck to you, Mo. Thank you very much. Keith, you're up next. How can we help you, Keith? Uh, good morning. Uh, you helped me with this problem last year, but uh, my memory has faded on it. I okay. have a 2008 RX350, and the uh, low-pressure light is on. Uh, I've gone done the normal thing as advised in the in the in the book. But last year, you told me to overinflate the tires, drive it, and then I don't remember whether what I would, did next. Did I deflate them and then it reset it? Somehow you it worked. Do you remember that? We, we, what we want to uh, do is is we want to find the sweet spot of the air pressure. So what I said to you was is let's jump up five six degrees on all the tires and see if there's something that's better. Then the let's go down five six seven degrees and see if something's worse. So I, I, I'm saying let's go look at the range, but. But let me tell you, and you're talking about tire pressure monitoring system, yes? Yes. Okay. Today, the uh, I said it at the early part of the show, just stop by any discount tire, 
There's nobody that knows more about tire monitoring systems than them. They have virtually every single transmitter in inventory. They have the equipment necessary to talk to the to the system and talk to the, the different wheels. And they're really nice. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'm embarrassed to tell you that they probably charge you half as much as I would. Okay. And that's and, and, and the very best thing I can do is turn your head, grab you by the ears, and focus you towards the discount tire, guys. And then I like them, but they compete with me, and I compete with them. Um, they're not going to put, you know, they're not, they're, they're kind of structured with respect. They're not going to be moving. They're not going to put a 16-and-a-half-inch tire on a 13-inch wheel for you, <laughs> and, and I might yeah, try I that. <laughs> yeah, I, I use discount all the time. Okay, I'll, I'll run by there. Okay, good enough. Thank you, thank you. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we have another caller. Who might that be? Hey, good morning to Greg. Greg, good morning. Greg, good morning. Yes, hello. Yes, sir, go right ahead. Okay, I got a question. I got a 2015 uh, F-150. Okay. Uh, small... Small motor. It's got that uh, stop start uh, it, uh, deal on it when you pull up to a stoplight. Right. Come off. Right. Okay. Well, that's not working. So uh, when I come up to a stop, I get a uh, it, it goes forward and then it stops and I get a check engine light or check manual light okay and uh, i think it did to the shop a couple times and they don't they don't know what the hell to do so okay well, your start-stop has so many different parameters. Um, I, I understand that there's some cars with start-stop where if you come in too abruptly that they'll keep the motor running or they won't. So there's some parameters associated with when you come to a stop and we kill the motor, and then as soon as we see you take your foot off the brake and hit the gas, and that's assuming you're not a two-footed driver because it creates problems if your foot's on the brake and you start hitting the throttle with your right foot, right foot and your left foot's on the brake, you've, you're confusing the, the whole operation. So there are some idiosyncrasies around that. Here, Try this. To, let's start off with how long has this been going on? About a year. Okay. Has anybody tried to fix it? I've taken it into a shop in northwest Phoenix a couple of times, and they say they can't find anything that's wrong. Okay. Okay. But I, um, what code has it got? Do you know what the code is? They haven't told me what the code is, no. Okay. Okay. Well, that's kind of the, the the code tells you that the problem's in Ohio. You have to find the city and the street and the house number to find it and fix it. But at least we know that it's in Ohio or it's in Georgia or it's in Louisiana. So the code kind of is important, and it, it tells us if it's fuel, if it's spark, if it's an electrical malfunction, if something. We had one in the other day that had an overheat issue, and the temp unit was shorted, and the wire was on the exhaust, and so when the exhaust got hot, it told the computer that there were an overheat, which turned on all the electric cooling fans and set a check engine light. It had nothing to do with the cooling system. It had to do with this burnt wire on the exhaust system. Right. So that's what really needs to happen. If your shop isn't... Ha- what part of town do you live in? 
Northwest Phoenix, uh, Bell Road, 43rd Avenue. Okay. I'd try autom- Automotive Dynamics. Um, they're over there on 99th Avenue and Grand, on the northwest corner of 99th and Grand. I would call Automotive Dynamics and ask them if they want to take a look at this for you. Um, it, otherwise, you can go to Harker's Automotive, which is the next one in in the in the city. He's at 38th Avenue and Indian School, and Harker's wouldn't have any problem with this. So, so either Auto Dynamics, uh, I'm, I'm yes, Automotive Dynamics. Um, it's in Sun City. They've been around since '82, and Chuck that owns it. Him and I have been friends since 1968. So I'm not sending it to somebody that you know was uh, d- that came out of the ground two days ago. So those are the two shops that I know that would have no problem finding your problem. I mean, they're going to have a diagnostic charge, and then you're going to have a part charge, and you're going to have a labor to replace the part. So you're going to have those three kinds of. Okay. I don't have a problem with Alrighty. that. Just... Okay. Just want to get it fixed. <laughs> so automotive <laughs> dynamics or, or Harker's Automotive, those are the two that I would suggest that you call. Okay? I'm... I got a second question. Okay, go ahead. Whenever I fill up the vehicle, and I go to, I top it off, and I go to restart it, I get a clicking and a, I have to turn the ignition off and then start it again. And so right now I got a, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, when you are you are you you're topping off the tank? Is it kind of click 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 click, and you're hitting the, the the nozzle three or four times after it shuts off the first time? Is is that what you're doing? No, I just let, let it stop, and then I uh, start the truck up, and I I get a click click click, and then uh, I have to turn the key back, and then try and start it again. And uh, okay. then, it, then it goes. So. Okay, both of us are shaking our heads. We we've never we've never worked on anything like that on any Chevy, Ford, Honda, Toyota, Dodge, or anything. Well, that, could it be a battery? Could it be a solenoid? Could it be a, a switch of some kind that's going yeah. on and off? Uh, what, we need to track down the noise. Yeah. What what is the noise? What what is it? Is it under the hood? Is it under the dash? Is it related to 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 the throttle? Is it you know what what the noise is? The noise is the first thing we have to identify in order to fix this thing. And so that if you can kind of pinpoint the noise and and say to the shop because we would hug you under these circumstances. He pulls in and he says, "Hey, come here. Let me show you this. I, I'm gonna show you. Well, I'm gonna turn the key on and 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 start this up. And and there's this this noise. And if you touch that right there, that's the noise. How many times has that happened to you? Not often. Yeah, but not often. We like it when it does. <laughs> yes, yeah. it saves them a lot of money. Yeah. So if you can put your hands around the dashboard, on underneath the dashboard, if you can have somebody underneath the hood, if you can touch it and find the noise, and then you take it into a shop, you saved yourself. I, I'm saying fifty to a hundred dollars. But I I can't tell you what it is because I've never had that um, come up in front of me. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty, and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Jim Ryan, General Manager of 960 The Patriot. Did you know big tech is making it challenging for women to find choices, pregnancy centers online? Big tech censoring their services for those searching about abortions. How can we show greater love for those confused or even after tragedy from an abortion when we're limited in our ability to reach them? 
This is why opening a fourth location right here in the valley is so important, and we need your help. Much like Jesus met the woman at the well, Choices Pregnancy Centers meets women and men where they are and shows them a way forward with hope and resources. Please join me and help us raise $25,000 for Choices' new location. Donate what you can individually, or you can be a business benefactor. If you own a business and can make a larger donation, I'll give you the equal amount back in advertising on my stations. Go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the Choices banner, or call me for the business benefactor donation at 602-955-9600. I'll be honest, the first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but... Civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend. Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash women veterans. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work, but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources, at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Nate from Strictly Diesel is sitting here next to me, and he owns a shop that's called Strictly Diesel because he doesn't work on VW bugs, and he doesn't work on uh, motorhomes with gas motors, and uh, he works if it has a sooty exhaust pipe and it has diesel fuel in the tank. You got it. I got it, yeah. yeah. And Chevy Ford Dodges and Nissan. And Nissan, yeah. Now, th- people always want to know, if you own a diesel shop, what do you drive? I drive a Ford. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now, he he did hit his head years ago, and the rest of us know that he hit his head But because um, we tease him because he's a Ford guy. But there's a lot of us that are Dodge guys and Chevy guys with the 6.6 the six, six liters and stuff like that. We all have our preferences. Yes, we do. I loved the GM because it was the first V8, and and that's the reason I bought my first GM. Was I figured it would outrun the Ford. Right. But it didn't. No. <laughs> it didn't. No. All right, we're going to go to the phones. Ed, you're up first. How can I help you? Well, I would like to address this uh, question, and I'd like to pick Nate's brain. Uh, I heard you say you have a 6.0 diesel? Yes, yes. Okay. 
I too have one of those. Uh, it was the last year, '07. Okay. Uh, I had I had some trouble with it at first. Uh, fortunately, under warranty, went through a couple of turbos and uh, eventually had the thing bulletproofed. Uh, you know what? Uh, what should I look for? What kind of care should I give that engine? Uh, you know, uh, things like that. I mean, and and this is right after he said he's bulletproofed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> on the bulletproof comment alone, what shop did it? How far did they go with the bulletproofing? What is their policy for that? Because the bulletproof product overall is a great product to have. I I I don't knock it. I run it on my truck. It, it's it's. But there's so much more to that term that can be done okay. on a six liter that depending on who bulletproofed your truck, they may have only done an oil cooler when there's other six other steps, in my opinion, that could be done to help bulletproof that truck. And, and let me put it to in another way. There's a one to ten scale. Where the hell did they go? Right. When exactly. you started at one, did they exactly. stop at four? Did they go to nine? Did they go to ten? So there you got all of that. Uh, let me ask you a question, Ed. When you throttle that baby down to the floor... How much black smoke does it pour out of the tailpipe, and how long does it pour out of the tailpipe? Very little. Very little. Very little it ain't a number at 10. <laughs> yeah, it ain't 10. It ain't a 10. <laughs> so, well, six liter you, in my. Go ahead. I, I can tell you what has been done. Uh, ARP okay. head studs, because a head gasket went under warranty. Uh, okay. Aftermarket turbo, because I, I had two Ford turbos fail. Uh, we've got the, okay. uh, well, I better be careful what I say, EGR delete. Uh, the oil We're not cooler. asking for your driver's license. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, the fuel pressure regulator has been, okay. you know, uh, let's see if I can Modernized. Yeah. I, and I, uh, let's see, I do have, uh, I do have a, a tuner in it, which I, I you know, I just keep it on normal just about all the time. I've done a lot what of brand? pulling with it. Uh, oh, heck. I can't okay, that's remember. Okay. That's all right. That's okay. That's all right. You talk about yeah. pulling in um, a, a horses, uh, a, a motor, uh, a trailer, a two-axle, a three-axle. What do you got behind it? 37-foot uh, fifth wheel. And uh, okay. most of its life, it's got about oh, 73,000 on it is all. Most of its life has been pulling, and uh, okay. Yeah, so do you, do, you, oh, do, you, also, do you let the truck idle? Pardon me. Go ahead, Nate. I say, do you let the truck idle a lot? No, no, I don't. No. Okay. Okay. Because we don't want you to let the truck idle a lot, and a lot of times that creates problems down the road that people don't they don't go one and one equals two. And there is times to let it idle when you're warming it up, and there is times to let it idle when you're shutting it off and after you got off the freeway and you're pulling a load of horses and sure. you know your EGTs are at fourteen or 1,500, right. then it's time and to I, let it cool yeah. off before you shut it off. Right. So, and I, yeah. I, I do okay, those so, things, yeah. Okay. So what's well, the question? Well, I just wanted to, well, uh, I'd like to ask you, Nate, uh, I've got no troubles with it. Uh, I run synthetic oil. Uh, you know, uh, I'm pretty good with the filters, fuel filters, and uh, I don't know what should I look for. I mean, uh, you've got 150,000, just about twice what I have. Um, okay. You know, any suggestions as to uh, maintenance, care, things like that? 
I'm, I'm going to keep it real easy. 5,000 miles on an oil change, 15,000 on fuel filters, air filter as needed, and transmission, if you're towing, do it every 60. Um, oh. Overall, looking for, do, do you see white smoke on startup? Does it run rough on startup? Um, you, you, do you have any gauges on it that tell you boost? Yes. EGTs? Or, or EGTs, do you have any of those? Yes, I do. I've got uh, okay. lube oil temp. I've got uh, just about everything I need to know. Okay. Fuel pressure. Uh, keep your EGTs. Stuff. Keep keep your EGTs below twelve fifty. Make sure your cooling system and oil system are within fifteen degrees of each other. Uh, but so far, you haven't. He hasn't blown up the motor, and he yeah. hasn't spent any money on the motor. He's got enough information in front of him, and enough red lines in front of him to know what bad is. You're doing all the right things. It sounds yeah. like so. Yeah. 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 So it's well, it's, it's, it's except for it, this. Uh, you mentioned the oil change at five thousand, even with synthetic. Even with synthetic, yes. And the reason I oh. say that is because the injectors on this truck, on this motor, are fragile. <laughs> I hate to say it, but okay. that's the best way to put it. And keeping yeah. the oil cleaner will increase the longevity of your injectors. Now, okay. you're going to get a little bit of pushback from some other people on this, on the 5,000 miles. So yeah. my truck, I don't do that 5,000. I do 15,000. I do twelve to 15,000. But wait a minute, yeah. I know we're talking apples and oranges, yep, yep, but yep. but we also have a filter that's a three, four, five micron filter, so right. we're, 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 not, we're catching all the trash. We're talking millions of an inch here. We're carrying, catching all yeah. the trash. So, so Nate and I, we are the very best of friends. He, he's he's got to be eight foot six, and I'm five foot ten, so I have tremendous <laughs> respect for Nate. But but okay. we, 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 and, and, and we are not going to agree on what kind of oil we each use. I use Chevron. What do you use? Uh, what do you uh, pour? Um, depends on the day. Okay, so, fair yeah, enough. And yeah. and so so, th- but these are these are normal kinds of things, and and we're both as right as right, even though we might be on the on different ends of the spectrum. So that if you want, uh, I, if your question is, and, and we got to wrap this up. If your question is is is, you know. If your motor, when your motor goes to motor heaven, it's because you've overheated it or you've abused it. That's all there is to it. It'll last for two hundred or three hundred thousand miles if you don't overheat it, you don't run it low on oil, and you don't abuse it. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty, and we'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The nine sixty, the Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason, twenty four seven. Are you tired of exposing your retirement stock to market risk? How would you like the potential to participate in credited interest from market-indexed returns and limit the downside? Join Adam Rosendahl for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You can also call Adam Rosendahl now for your complimentary customized Safe Money and Income Kit and Safe Money and Income Book. 1-844-452-SAFE. That's 1-844-452-7233. We know with Biden's inflation, everything costs more. But the Patriot Insider Club is here to help. As a Patriot Insider, you'll be in the know first on important news from our emails. But we even created the Half Off Deals program to help Patriot Insiders with the rising costs of all sorts of stuff you may need. You've heard us talk about our half-off air conditioning. Well, we might have a half-off deal available for a med spa or dentistry work like Invisalign, veneers, or implants. Maybe you need a whole house water filtration system or water softener. How about artificial turf for the backyard? If there's something specific you're looking for, let us know. 
Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the half-off deals banner to email us with a request of something you need. It's that easy. Go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the half-off deals banner to email us. There are many reasons to be a Patriot Insider. Sign up today. After I got out of the Marine Corps, coming back home, it was just a mental breakdown for me. I was on the verge of giving up. That chapter, that season in my life was over. Now what? Who was I? That's what I kept asking myself. The pressure to have it all together, to heal, to quiet down the monsters inside, it was too much. I lost it. I had heard about the Wounded Warrior Project. I had seen the logo and that visual of a warrior carrying another warrior. The programs that the Wounded Warrior Project offers, it's not just the veteran themselves, it's, it's their whole family, it brings it all together. We have scars that we carry, and just because the scars are there doesn't mean that we're any less than what we were. Right now, I, I'm the best version that I ever have been of myself. I can embrace the brokenness. You wouldn't go into battle alone. You don't have to fight this alone. Visit woundedwarriorproject.org slash not alone. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Plenty of people start something great in their 40s and 50s. Getting your retirement savings on track is no different. Go to aceyourretirement.org, and in three minutes, you'll get personalized tips to help boost your retirement savings. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all the mobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels, and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Well, now I've got a car. Well, back, everybody. Like we said, we're going to go straight to the phones, and I'm going to push all the buttons I need to do, and we're going to go to Robert. Robert, thank you very much for holding. How can we help you today? Well, hi, Mark, and Nate. You guys make a great team. I appreciate you. Um, thank you. I've got thank a you. I've got a 2014 Lexus ES350, about 125,000 on it. Runs like a top, but I'm having a vibration when I'm at speed, and then I go to brake. Um, I feel it through the foot, not really through the seat. And uh, it, it's just a steady, fast vibration all the way down to a stop. Um, I've got, I had pads and rotors uh, within the last year. I've got fairly new discount tires on it. And I'm kind of stumped. Okay, well, stop for a minute. Stop for a minute because we, we don't make any progress when we talk about what didn't fix it. L- let me ask you some questions. So this vibration only occurs when you begin to break? Uh, yeah, and it's recent. It's it's it happened after I did all that other work. 
Okay, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. So it, it's definitely related to the application of brakes and slowing down. Yes? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, well, it, it, you, there's a rotor that's out around. Um, I'll tell you, funny thing, mention this. We had a guy with a Porsche come in not too long ago, and he had kind of the same thing. And we found that we took we had a rotor runout problem. He's, he had a brake pedal pulsation yes. during application. That's yes. what the technical word is. So we just we we took the wheels off, but we put the studs right back on, and then we started doing runout. And we had this one rotor that was thirty out. It's a big deal. It's a brand new one. Yeah. And so so we pulled the rotor off, and behind it was a big chunk of grease. <laughs> And, and and he didn't do it on purpose. It was right. inadvertent. Right. So so somehow or another, during the assembly of putting this rotor on the studs and stuff like that, he must have scraped something on the backing plate or something like that, and there was this big thing of grease. So you wipe the grease off, put it back on, 25, 30 thousandths of rotor run out is gone, and the problem solved. Wow. So the real question has to be is you said you had done all this work to it and stuff, but somebody has to go back through. And, you know, really, let me ask you, Nate, if you and I were in this car and I was sitting in the back seat, and you started applying the brakes, and you got this activity to happen. I think it would be a good bet that one of us could figure out which corner of the car it's coming from. Probably good, yeah, you bet, yeah, you bet. (laughs) And so so driving it, and maybe perhaps you drive it, um, uh, Robert, and let the wife sit in different corners of the car, the right front, the right rear, and the left rear, and see if she can tell the difference, because if you can tell the corner, then that's where you got to go. I would say he's feeling it on his foot, though. Most likely, it's going to be in the front brake area. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. My my backseat passenger, I just asked him, and and he said he really doesn't feel it. Yeah, but we can't say a hundred percent sure that it's always going to be the fronts when we get it in the pedal, because obviously, when we apply the brake master cylinder, we're sending pressure both front and rear axles or diagonal, depending on what kind of Lexus it is. So those are the. But but another thing that you could do would be is sit in all four corners and let your wife drive and teach her how to do it, and you sit in all the four corners and see if you can figure out which corner it's at. It's, it's not that hard. On a 1 to 10 scale, this is a 4. Okay. But you think it's probably in the brake, like the rotors? or What well, has to be because it's yes. on your pedal. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. it has okay. to be something yeah, to do with it. I'm kind of worried the, it might be suspension. No, not no, at all. No, if you could feel it in your foot when you're braking, that's that's a brake concern for sure. So, and a suspension's going to be a clunk. It's going to be movement. Yeah. It's going to be play. It's going to be a clunk when you you throttle up hard, and it's going to be a clunk when you brake hard. And so we're shifting the suspension, the lower control arms forwards and backwards. We're shifting the the leaf springs. We're shifting right. the suspension components and and all that kind of stuff. So no, this is this is going to be a brake issue. Okay. Yeah, it's a fast pulsing and and braking. Okay. Yep. Well, good luck to you. All right, Thank you very much for holding it. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you, Robert. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And, and we have another one. Who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Ken. Ken, good morning. How can we help you? Hi. How are you doing? Thanks for taking the call. Uh, you bet. Yeah. I've, I've got a uh, Ford 506. Um <clears throat> And bought her off a neighbor who could no longer drive. Uh, the thing's in excellent shape, except uh, he had an aftermarket ignition alarm put on, 
and it's the name brand of it is Identity. I don't know if I can say that, but uh, okay. I've searched for this thing on the internet, and I I can't find any information on how to remove it easily myself. And you know, I don't want to have to pay a whole lot to to have that done. But um, th- what it's doing anymore is um, it, it's like a uh, it's like an additional key fob that you sometimes have to press. Usually, most of the times, you have to press a button on it in order to deactivate the alarm, I guess, and then turn the ignition over. Uh, if... Well, it occasionally, it'll kind of hang up. Um, okay, hold if... on, hold on a minute. It, 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 Ken, we're not, we're not going to go anywhere because neither one of us are, are alarm guards. So you, we can talk about the symptoms all you want, but it's not going to. We, we, we're not alarm guys. But you said something at the very beginning. You, you said I'm thinking about taking it all off, and that's it, it, if you came to my shop. Um, I doubt very seriously is we would attack uh, you this. Broke up there at the very end. Yeah, if, I'm kind of. I'd like to just take it off to remove it. Okay, that, well, that, that's a hundred and fifty to three hundred dollar job to to remove that alarm. Did I lose you? And 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 and, 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 and Nate, who would you who would you suggest that he take it to to have that alarm system removed? Any basic automotive shop should be able to handle that. And or an alarm company. Or an there's, alarm there's, company. There's yeah. a lot of guys yeah. out there that do just alarms. And so if you call around to them and you say, "This is what I know about it, and I want the alarm removed," really and truly, a couple of relays, a, a couple of hot leads, a couple of grounds, and we're going to leave the sensors where they're at, and right. we're going to just cut the wires on them, right. and we're going to be done. Yeah. So this is this is a no big deal. But the stereo shop guys um, and the guys that install these alarms are the ones that you need to talk to. And and forget about the name. I mean, if you can come up with a name, you can try it, Adam. But you basically say, I want you to remove the system from the car. This happens a lot. I bet we have this once a year. So many older alarm systems are, are just non-existent anymore, and they cause so many problems. Fred Fred Flintstone alarm systems yeah. is what we talk about. Yeah. And they're not wired the way the, that everybody else is. They're not using any kind of Wi-Fi uh, uh, um, uh, communication and stuff like that between the sensors and the control module and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, we got to run, but good luck to you, Ken. 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Every day we hear news about violent assaults, carjackings, and other acts of crime spiraling across the United States. Washington's answer is to confiscate your guns, but a new book from Regnery offers hope for a better solution. Professional firearms instructor and veteran gun store owner Larry Correa's new book, In Defense of the Second Amendment, pulls back the curtain on Washington's gun-grabbing agenda and how you can protect your rights as well as your family. Yet, In Defense of the Second Amendment, new from Regnery, available at Amazon.com. We know with Biden's inflation, everything costs more. But the Patriot Insider Club is here to help. As a Patriot Insider, you'll be in the know first on important news from our emails. But we even created the Half-Off Deals program to help Patriot Insiders with the rising costs of all sorts of stuff you may need. You've heard us talk about our half-off air conditioning. Well, we might have a half-off deal available for a med spa or dentistry work like Invisalign, veneers, or implants. Maybe you need a whole house water filtration system or water softener. How about artificial turf for the backyard? If there's something specific you're looking for, let us know. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the half-off deals banner to email us with a request of something you need. It's that easy. Go to 960thepatriot.com and click on the half-off deals banner to email us. 
There are many reasons to be a Patriot Insider. Sign up today. As a young teenage boy, I didn't even know what autism was. How do you even spell that? A few years later, I heard that a friend's cousin's son had been diagnosed with autism. I still wasn't sure what that really meant. When I went to college, my roommate's brother had autism. When I moved to the city for work, my best friend called me and told me his son had been diagnosed with autism. We were both in shock. I still remember the day I walked into the house and saw that look on my wife's face. I knew something was wrong. I'll never forget how I felt when she said, Our son has autism. Autism is getting closer to home. Today, one in 88 children is diagnosed with autism. That's a 1,000% increase in the last 40 years. Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You're bringing your daughter to her favorite pop star's concert. Do you A, wear earplugs? Isn't this fun, Dad? I have a soft pretzel. B, remember the moment with matching concert t-shirts. That's going to be 180 bucks. Or we can just take a photo. C, show her how you used to do concerts. We're going crowd surfing. I can't. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. Ah. Or D, just roll with it. Woo, Justin, look at us from over here. Justin, Justin, OMG. He just looked, I love you, Justin. I love you. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org slash AZ. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. So if you live in Mesa and you're looking for a good garage, I only can tell you about one, and that's Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They've been around since 1970. Brian and Thelma, his wife, run Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, but I know both of their parents. And we started back in the 60s together. So Brian and Thelma have smelled gasoline at the dinner table their entire lives because their dads, just like my my uh, older brothers and stuff, came from that gas station. And so if you're in Mesa, I'd love to give you three or four options of really reputable shops, but I can't. All I can tell you is that the Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, they're on Main Street just east of Stapley, and Brian and Thelma know exactly what's right and what's wrong. And, and how to fix cars. So if you're looking for a good shop, then Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Let's go to the phones. And Chuck, thank you for holding. How can we help you? I'm going to be off the air for a minute. Chuck? Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah. Go right ahead. Yeah, I have a motorhome, uh, 5.9 uh, Cummings Diesel. It's got about 70,000 miles on it. And I've had a problem the last year and a half. Going up a hill, long grade, the check engine light will come on. If I back out of it a little bit, the light will go off after like 10, 15 seconds, and then you go on your way up the hill and that sort of thing. I've had it checked. One guy told me the number meant uh, low fuel pressure, and he talked about filters. I told him they've been changed uh, like three months earlier to that, and the previous owner, his record shows that they'd always been changed every year. Um, it, after he supposedly cleared it, uh, the next time it went off, um, it didn't go off like going out 10 towards the Texas Canyon rest area, the other side of Deming, which, you know, is pretty steep. 
but it did when I got to El Paso on the far side. Okay, that now hold on, Chuck, Chuck. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. None of this okay. makes any difference. Um, what, oh, what we okay. have here is is we got this five nine that's got a fuel supply problem, or apparently a fuel supply problem. What what year is this five nine? It's oh uh, seven. It 07, doesn't so die. Everybody everybody asked me, so does it die? And I said, okay. no, it's just that I back out of it, so it kind of dies Okay, a bit. it's our it's our turn right now. It's our turn. Okay. So, all right, hang on just a minute. Uh, go ahead. The, that should be 07, should be a common rail diesel in there. So fuel is, is key for sure. You, you need to worry about your supply pressure to the CP3. There is a blow-off valve after the CP3 that could be leaking, which could cause this problem. And you could have uh, excessive return rates at the injectors as well. So... There's there's three four expensive areas here that need to be looked at, but one of those is going to fix your problem. And what we've got is a fuel supply pressure problem. It's yes. supply and pressure. So he's losing pressure and it's running out of fuel, just like a plugged fuel filter would cause. Right. But as you just correctly said, there's a variety of places that we can we can in, impact the fuel pressure in a negative way. Correct. And you yeah. have to go in there and look at each one of them. And fuel pressure being at what the computer's looking at as far as the rail goes, mm-hmm. because it has no idea what supply is. Right. So mm-hmm. is, is our supply causing the problem, or is it something to do with the rail and the pump? On the high side, that's causing the problem. There's there's two different things to look at. But if it was fuel and rail, it would be it would come and go, and sometimes be okay, and sometimes not. I'm asking a question. Yes, and it kind of makes sense what he's saying because it's under high load okay. applications. So that's when we're asking for the most pressure. So again, is it our su- supply side that's failing, or is it the at where it boosts the pressure? Where it boosts the pressure to the injectors is that the area where it's failing? Right. Yeah. And so now, is there a on this old five nine on this very old five nine? Are there fittings there for you to put pressure gauges on there to go drive it? Not on the high side. We're going to be looking at a computer for that information. Okay. Okay. A scanner. But, but oh. as far as lift pump goes, yes, you should be able to check that with a gauge and, and see where you're at. Okay. Yeah. So th- so someone's mm-hmm. going to have to check the fuel supply to the high pressure pump, yes. and then after the high pressure pump. Yes. So that's what it's all about. Yes. It goes from the tank through a fuel pump and then from the fuel pump to the high pressure pump yes. and the high pressure pump then creates 4 million psi of, of fuel 26,000 36,000 yeah 20 yeah yeah 20, 20 to 40 i'm i'm told yes. is is the range depending on the demand so and where the throttle's at and all that other stuff right so you you yeah. got some work to do and that's where you're going to have to go is 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 what Nate yeah. talked about okay yeah cuz on a flat like getting on the freeway it goes up to like you know i normally don't but it'll go up to you know 23 2500 it'll shift it'll go back up to 25 you know and that it never hesitates there it's just on these long steady hills you know these long grades well, you're, you're running it out of fuel and yeah. so the question is is once you find the problem and fix it then you can explain why on flat ground and in these circumstances yeah. there was no problem but it's fuel demand the demand is uh-huh. highest when you're going from here to flagstaff up a hill on a on an august afternoon that the, the temperatures are are over 100 degrees phoenix right. to tucson okay. you probably never have a problem but phoenix to flagstaff it's a whole other animal so that's that's yeah, yeah. So, uh, you yeah. know, if yeah. you wanted to do something simple, you'd do the fuel filters on it first. Well, That's what yeah, you... and, I, and, I, and I've done that uh, in the last year and a half. I've done that twice. Okay. I didn't do anything. 
Okay, well, at this point, you, you should have a scanner, and they're about $35,000 if you want to buy your own. <laughs> and, 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 Not that far, but yeah. And, 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 and then you're going to have to have some kind of gauge or something to be able to determine yeah. what the low pressure is and what the high pressure is on the system. And so you'll have and about, to... You, what kind of money would I be talking about to have somebody check that out? Good question on a motorhome. I don't necessarily deal with that, but you're probably looking upwards of uh, two hundred to to four hundred dollars for a diagnosis. And I was going to say five hundred plus or minus a hundred. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it, it, see, we don't know um, how accessible all that's going to be in a motorhome chassis. That's the real problem. Yeah. And and yeah. and so it can be a completely. De- it can be something that was really a clean install, or it can be just the worst kind of nightmare and yeah. you're, you're moving stuff to get to stuff so yeah anyway good luck yeah. to you chuck thank you very much 602-508-0960 do we have anybody else in the wings right now gil oh the phone lines are open phone lines are open we got uh, time for one or two more callers if you get a physical 602-508-0960 thanks for spending your saturday with me it's not like we're gonna we still got to you know uh, i don't know how many minutes we got here we got Eight about minutes. six six minutes six yeah. minutes yeah. yeah six minutes so anyway you know the gas and the diesel are the same fuel supply systems with the exception of the high pressure side of that. Yeah. And, and, but in a car, we have 40, 50 pounds coming out of the fuel tank because that electric pump is sitting inside the tank right. and we're shoving that forward and we're not enhancing that any to spray it into the engine. Right. But in, in the diesel market, it's obviously enhanced. Oh yeah, big time. So, so when we come from the fuel pump forward, what kind of pressure reading would he expect on his 5.9? On the 5.9, you're probably looking at 16 PSI. That's usually the supply. All right, plus yeah. or minus. Plus or minus. And that's yeah. on the pressure side, and then we have a vacuum side as well. How, how hard is the suck oh. if if you're going to do that? 10, 12 pounds, I'm on guessing? On a motorhome, where's the tank? You yeah, know. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Okay, now, once we deliver that, and we're in the 15, 16 pound range, and we send it to the high pressure pump, it's going to take it to what? Idle, 7,000 PSI, uh, wide open throttle on his year. I think it's around 26,000 where it will be peak. Yeah, and, and that's not where you're going to take your your tire temp- your tire gauge and hook it on the fuel rail and no. see what the, te- the the pressure is on the fuel rail. That'll cut your arm off. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a stupid thing to do. Which is why we leave it to the scan tool and let that tell us. Exactly. So, yeah. Because there is a sensor on there. Yes. And there is a sensor. Yes. And the sensor, now the sensor, if it reads real low and it says it's 8,000 pounds, then probably the sensor's bad and, and, and because it wouldn't run otherwise. Right. So you, those are the things that you have to know. Yep. Okay. Yep. All righty. You know. Um, I think we had another phone call. Do, oh, uh, who might that be? Say hello to Stefan. S- Stephanie? Stefan. Ste- oh, okay. Stefan, how are you, Stefan? How can we help you? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm got a 2005 Honda Accord with the two issues that I don't know how to deal with. Uh, got the newfangled dual AC system. Uh, driver's side is stuck wide open, blowing heat all day long. Okay. And then there's a uh, and the then the cruise control is bad. What what would it take to get those repaired? Well, the diagnostic process for the uh, dual AC, there, there's going to be a blend door. And this blender, I want you to, to picture the letter Y, a capital Y, okay? The stalk right. that the capital Y is sitting on, that's going out the vent. And we got hot air on the one side of the Y and cold air on the other. And then we got this valve that opens and closes or, or, and door and gives you the correct temperature. 
So um, it's this is going to be one of those that there's going to be a diagnostic charge, and I'm I'm quite sure you're going to be north of a hundred bucks on the diagnostic charge. Now there's a small possibility that this could be a, a bad wire. This could be something that uh, somebody dropped a, a taco uh, down the dash and it's stuck in the blend door. There's a lot of things that can happen. Um, and so somebody has to go in there and do that. So as far as your air conditioning is concerned, obviously we are not, we're stuck. The blend door is stuck on the driver's side vent. So you just say it's hot all the time and it never gets cold, but the passenger side gets hot and cold if I ask for hot and cold. The other thing you can do is exercise that and see if you can make it better. Go all the way hot, hot as it'll go and use it for a day. I know it's going to be tough. And then go cold, cold and see if you can break it loose. Do you have nothing to lose? And other than a little inconvenience, as far as your cruise control is concerned, if it's not working, um, is it a fuse? Is it the brake light switch bad and it's telling it to, not to go on? Is the command being sent and is the servo pulling on the throttle? All of those things have to be checked out. I would imagine you're not going to spend less than $85 to check out the cruise control. And I can imagine that it could be up to 150 and you have a small chance of this being it costs you $82 to find it and 10 cents to fix it but don't look forward to that but that's the best yeah. you could hope for okay? well, on the cruise control it used to work and it be uh, I've got a 30 mile drive to work and it used to uh, start cutting out about halfway to work on the freeway and then it just quit completely. Okay, uh, try off. this on your cruise control. Um, I want you to hook your left foot underneath the brake pedal and pull it towards you hard. Pull the brake pedal towards you hard and then make numerous attempts to set your cruise control. If you say, Mark, I pull up on the brake pedal and, and I can set the cruise control, but the minute I let go of the brake pedal, it cancels the cruise control, then we need to replace the switch and adjust it underneath the dash. <laughs> So yeah, you the, can try uh, that. The light comes on on the on the on the instrument panel, but uh, but it immediately goes off. Okay. Well, the brake light switch even, cancels even the, the cruise control. That's it. The brake light switch cancels the cruise control. So that's the first place we're going to look is the brake light switch. And unless you got some really small fingers and you've been up underneath the dash of your Honda Accord, <laughs> it ain't easy. It ain't easy. Yeah, no. So I mean, that's why okay. we have these little technicians that are two foot. Two foot uh, six, and they have little bitty hands, and we put headlights on their heads, and we stuff them underneath the dashes, and they go in there and figure this thing out. But anyway, Nate, thanks very much for spending your Saturday with me. We took care of 16 callers today, and we sure we certainly had fun. We had our yeah. fair share of motorhomes and diesels and and uh, all kinds of problems. Yeah, good stuff for sure. It's great phone calls. I, I think um, at the end of the day, I would say to those of you that do business with guys like Nate and I that own shops, repair shops, is if you come in, if you just write everything down and hand us a piece of paper with your cell phone number on it, that is just something we can. We don't have to regurgitate it to the service writer. The service writer gives it to the dispatcher. The dispatcher gives it to the technician. We just handle the piece of paper to the technician. That's great. And that's 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 when we really want to hug you. Um, we know better than to try to hug you. <laughs> Those kinds of things really endear you to us. And and then. There's a lot of stuff, and, and then when it's time for give and take, asking questions and stuff, just listen carefully to the question and then answer the question. 
but don't go off on, well, my brother said, because when you start with my brother said, you lose our, our, our complete attention. Right. It's very difficult for us to, 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 to memorialize that. Anyway, Mark at MarkSalem.com is my email. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Every Saturday we're here from 10 to noon. We'll see you then. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.